0: Welcome to a very special edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with the legendary Hammond B3 jazz organist, Dr. Lonnie Smith. Over the course of a lengthy, open conversation, Dr. Smith went through the full lineage of his career, dispensing wisdom and love and everything that he has garnered from the world at large over the years. Full of stories, anecdotes, wisdom, and a very original Dr. Smith story through and through, I think you're going to dig this. Enjoy. Hello. Good afternoon, Mr. Smith.
1: Is
0: it Joe? Yeah, this is Joe Domino. Dr. Smith, how are you? Oh,
1: good morning. Fantastic. Thank you.
0: Wonderful. Thank you very much for your time today.
1: No problem. What are you doing up this early? Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, early bird gets the worm, I guess. Uh, that's right. You're right about that. Again, thank you very much for uh, letting us speak with you. And I'm just going to go ahead and hop right in here and ask you... First of all, on your new label, Pilgrimage, what are you working on right now? Do you have anything that's in the works uh, on the heels of the album The Healer?
1: Uh, am I working on something new, you mean? Yes. Well, I have something in mind, but I'm not sure just how, uh, which way I'm going to... It's not that I don't know what I'm going to do musically, but uh, I'm just trying to figure out how am I going to do it. Gotcha. Yeah, it's not. I already know what I want
0: to do, and it's going to be nice. Is well, what I know that much. Very cool, Yes. Very cool. Well, I'm going to go to the beginning of your life here, so to speak, with uh, who you call an angel, Art Kubera, who gave you he, he gave Kubera, he, yes. he gave you your first Hammond B3. How old were you, and what were your feelings when you got that instrument for the first time? And, again, at the beginning of kind of your coming into your musical own, your mom gave you an appreciation for gospel, classic, and jazz. How important was that to have all of those genres of music to give you the appreciation as a musician?
1: As a musician, it helped me so much because I don't think she was thinking of it in those terms.
0: very cool so in those early gigs the first gigs you had in Buffalo what was the scene
1: like we don't draw, don't us. Right. I, I made a gig, went in there, and he gave us a, a, job, or he tried us out on a Sunday afternoon, I think it was one o'clock or something, two o'clock, and, uh, people were walking by and they heard the music, and they started coming in. <laughs> and he started getting a lot of, the crowd. Yeah. And
0: that, that did, I,
1: it was, it was really something. You would you would have to see that to, to see it work. It was like really outstanding. But the scene, I wanted to play organ, only because my brothers played good time bass and drums, and there was no keyboard. Yeah, I was just thing. Yeah. So I wanted to be up there playing myself. So uh, I was saying, you know, people love vocals, and horn players, and things. And I would just sit until it's time for me to go up and play a thing. So, so I wanted to play, so uh, the club owner bought a, friend of mine had a keyboard and he brought it by like, for five dollars he let me rent it. Now, I didn't play, remind you. Yeah. I took a couple of chords but I, I didn't play. And He bought a keyboard for me and I would go. you don't leave it alone. made. big steps were there, you see? yeah that was another classic. Rudy Van Gelder, the top engineer. Yeah. So I say, Wow So a blue note, blue down for Blue Note. I say, Wow Yeah, oh, I we're going to play some songs now (laughs) so we start playing that and John Hammond fell in love so he wanted to sign us on the spot so we went down and he signed Georgia Oregon was broke Mm -hmm. and he signed me up that was the beginning of that and then you know it all just it all just went just like a roller coaster it ball it spirals Got bigger and it got bigger. Now I recorded with Columbia. Then Lou Donaldson called. He was doing a, a, a CD album okay. at Rudy's. And he you knows just who to call. He called it George call Benson, <laughs> Idris Muhammad, and uh, myself. Mm-hmm. And we we went to Rudy's and we recorded Alligator Boogaloo. Cool. That was. It. Now the record took off. Now, Blue Dogs and gave you a little playing room. They liked the way it felt. So, look up uh, Frank Wolf, Alfred, and uh, Duke Pearson, they called me. They said they want you over here. I didn't believe it. Why? Because all the greats were over there. You know, I, don't forget, I just started playing. I had been playing a year,
0: good.
1: Yeah. And before you know it, they called me over there. They signed me up. They got me from Columbia. Signed me over on Blue Hill Records, and uh, I recorded. And uh, uh, they said we got a hit. Now we got a hit. I said hit now calling me out to do a concert. Yeah. I not have a group because George Stenson and I were playing together, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and I got a hit. You yeah. And I'm, I'm playing with George. I said, oh boy, I love playing with George. We had some fun. Huh? But I got to go out. So, George went out with me to help me out. But I didn't, I didn't have a group all oh, no, started before, you know, I was, it was gone. I
0: was gone. Yeah. Man, that's, that's before, great. Before George
1: hit, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Off like a bottle rocket. That's amazing. So what did George Benson teach you about life? I mean, just playing in, in life in general. Well,
1: George, George had, first of all, he had got this experience from Jack McDuff, but being out there on the road and stuff. I was out there on the road, but uh, when I would play behind a lot of more we they'll do little towns and things, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, playing playing with George, it gave me an experience of of uh, uh, putting that, uh, putting the things together.
0: Who do you look at and say that that's my hero?
1: Davis homes all of us we' have a lot of fun yeah you would you would enjoy that oh yeah and now could you imagine how I feel um all of my heroes and fans they're go- I mean uh, people who love me and I love them they're gone yeah you know like uh McGriff and I used to play we used to have a, a group together and also backed up it was called Hell, Fire, and Damnation. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we didn't record it, but we went on, we played for sure. <laughs> you know, Fire, and Damnation. Yeah. It was going to show you that we loved each other.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, it was such a love, a brotherly love, love between the musicians. You know, Shirley Scott and all you know, Judy Pitts, I mean, Oh, it was just beautiful. Yeah. You never speak a so now all of those if you imagine I I feel all the names I just named to you. Every name I called, they're gone. Yeah. They're yeah. gone. It's wild. But they still but they still living inside of me. They are gone. Yeah. And so now What I do, and I give my love and my spirit to all the young people out there today are playing, whether it's organ or horn or whatever. Now, you know, because they're still my family. So I try to spread that love and joy. And to see it go, you know, and they sampling uh, the music, the kids are sampling the music. I said, wow. So now I'm touching not only uh, people that were there when I was around, uh, but I'm capturing now the young people also. Yeah. That, now, you can't beat that. Oh, when no. you go to a place and you have all ages there listening to your music together at that time, that's beautiful oh that is beautiful that is beautiful yeah because we didn't have to. I mean you know back in the day you had you had basically elderly people there. you know that loved jazz yeah they just dance, dance and jazz and everything but now I go in and young kids come up and and, and say how they love the music and things like that I talk to them I try to help them out any way I can because I love them. And they're going to keep it going. They're going to keep it going, I know. And I I go to the schools and things, I talk to them, I teach them. It's it's a beautiful thing to see it it come out, you know.
0: Without a doubt. And that kind of leads me into a Kansas City portion of this. One of your students, uh, Chris Hazleton, he's tearing things up here in Kansas City as well.
1: Yes, yes. So, yes, how are you doing?
0: He's doing great. In fact, I just got uh, one of his discs in the mail, and it's it's sweet. It's a little 45. Sounds like honey coming out of the speakers. Do you like being famous, Dr. Smith?
1: I never think of it because, take the instance, of, I love music so much. Uh, it's see when I go out home oh, state or I walk down the street or somebody calls me or something like that and or oh, I go to a concert and musician come up to me and I don't think of it and that because I see myself just as a person Yeah. And, and that's the way I feel it's a beautiful feeling to be recognized you don't know who they're supposed to be recognizing <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> it's like who are they talking to? Yeah, <laughs> you know they not talk to me because I don't feel like they feel the same thing. Yeah. I only feel like, uh, oh, and they, they say, oh, thank you, thank you. I, oh, I said, thank you for what? <laughs> you know, I didn't do anything. Yeah, but but if what I see when you're out here and you have done good work. Or any kind of work it starts coming back to you Yeah. you know when you get awards and things like that you know the Hall of Fame and, uh, and uh, Dr. Lonnie Smith Day and all of that stuff you it's like you don't believe it you just you don't know what's going on yeah You're
0: like, it's done <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so, it's
1: a great, great
0: thing, huh? Absolutely. So, over all of these years, what has inspired you to make the music from the moment that Art gave you that Hammond to today? What has kept you moving forward making the great music that you make?
1: Well, I, I think, uh, first of all, it's like, it just, I remember the first song I wrote on that organ. Even though I've never recorded that song. Wow. I know of the song. I remember it right now. I still remember the key and everything, and I played by ear. I remember that song right now. Yeah. It's it's like uh, when I said at the organ. Uh, it's like I just I don't know what it is, and then when you touch it, then things start to come into you as you play. Yeah, and, that's, and and when I play the organ, uh, it's like a flame. It's like a fire. Uh, electricity is burning through my soul, Yeah, my feet all the way up. That's what it's like to me. Cool. It, it's experience I get every time. The yeah. blood, you know, it just. It just feels, you know, it's just, it's
0: electricity.
1: Yeah. It feels so good, but it feels good because it's warm. Yeah. You know?
0: Absolutely. It's warm,
1: and I get, in other words, I get more out of it than I think the people, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like the, it's like I enjoy it because like, when you play, some people play they practice, or they practice, and then they play what they practice. And that's, that's not the way. Right. I think you know what I'm
0: saying.
1: Yeah. Like, like you're talking to me now, you come right back. Yeah. And then we talk, and, and then it expires you to say something else. Sure. And it expires to, uh, it, it's like, you get that feeling say, oh yeah, i want to ask him this. And that's what happens when you play that music, it's like, to me, so like, I want to feel the same, feel that you feel, so the people are feeling the same what I'm feeling when I'm up there playing. In other words, if I... Yeah, I'm gonna hear your story. I don't want to hear, uh just feel. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that. I don't care if it's another one. No, I want to feel that. Yeah. Let me hear hear that. What you feel? That's what you feel. Don't feel bad because you can't play like so and so. That you don't play like as well as so and so. Sure you do. You know. Just to give you an example, you know, this might sound funny. You know this fellow by the name of Tom Waiten. Oh, yeah. Uh, right? Oh, yeah. I feel it. Yeah. I feel it. And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I just want to feel you. It's not, you know some people can sing their can-off, mm-hmm. technically, but it's not, it's just technically. It's, I don't, I, I think you understand exactly
0: what I'm saying. Oh yeah, absolutely I do. Yeah, so it doesn't matter how great you are, Who I
1: feel you? Yeah. That's what the...
0: Well... That's what someone like Bob Dylan was like when he came out. You know, there was a lot of yep. people that were technically better, but Bob had the soul, man. He got out there and just made the world listen.
1: You feel the pain of people. Johnny can. Yep. You know, you want to feel the pain of somebody, that hurt. I want to feel your story. Now, tell me about your story. When you read a book, you want a good book. You know that's what it is. Sure. It's, that's, what it's, that's the same thing with music. Tell your story. Oh, I don't want to hear somebody else. But tell your story. That's right. Because you're worrying about. I can't play like 'cause I can't sing like him though. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: well, th- that kind of that's a great segue into my next question here. You do covers of uh, your your album on Beck was beautiful. You do all kinds of covers from the Beatles to Hendrix. Why do you like to do covers?
1: I don't think of it like that. You know, I think of it. You know how like uh, you have your classical,
0: yeah,
1: and classical music also, the mm-hmm. European classical music and yeah. whatever American classical music. You have songs that you play swile forever. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's a beautiful song. And that's why I hear in a song, I don't play a song to make a hit or to try to make a hit. I put it that way. Yeah. Uh, because I just love that particular song. I hear something that's oh, I haven't, my hair is constantly hearing something. And you hear it, and you hear it different. I don't have to play it the way they did it because I just hear it different. Well, he's not saying it as well as something. I'm not trying to. I'm playing it because I love the song, and this is the way I hear it. Absolutely. And that's the beauty. That's the beauty. So like, all the music is, Houghton. Yeah. They All of our classical music. Rock. Rap. All of it's so beautiful. Yeah. Now imagine. Now, how can I say rap? Hmm. And all that rock? You know, like, he can't play. He's playing jazz. He can't play. He's playing rock. He can't. Everybody is against each other. And it shouldn't because it's all one. Thing, music, and touching, and making the world a better place. See, that's the thing about this music. It touches all over the world. I just, I just came back from uh, Israel, mm-hmm. and uh, all the things they were talking about on the news. You know, I didn't see none of that. Yeah, it was. I didn't see one smoke. <laughs> you know not even a, from a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was like, and they treated me swell, it was beautiful, I ate well, the music was, it was just beautiful. That's right. You know, I could see Egypt, Jordan, and all of those, uh, and everything was always right there, you know. Yeah. That's beautiful. I, I didn't see one smoke bomb. And this is what I'm saying, so, it connects, everyone all over the world. Yeah. So that's for all the music because you got twelve tones. Although I don't read, you have twelve tones. hmm So each one of those tones, everyone is playing <laughs> one of those notes, so you see? Yeah. So so why are you saying, Oh, I don't like that, I don't like the way he play, I don't it's your taste. You know, just like if you listen to a, a song and I try to tell a student uh, well, he plays better than so-and-so you know Well, I play hmm, oh, is that so? I say, see, everybody is great within their own realm as yeah. much as they can go you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's, he can go and take it as far as he can take it. Now, it's just like you got runners, you run it, the that the kind of stick to the other guy, a guy or girl and they run and that's a, they, the other guy's girl uh, guy is faster than other. I put him here so he'll be you see
0: what
1: I'm saying oh yeah you got the project and it goes it's beautiful to see yeah. we're doing this together all over the world I go to Europe and I play with orchestras and different things and they they don't uh, some of them can't speak Yes, uh, but we can play the music. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, we have to say one word, right? You know, but we can play the music and laugh and smile, and uh, uh, that's the way we speak. Absolutely. And, and if things don't help, we'll come together. It will be music. One of the things that will definitely be music.
0: Yeah. You know, without a doubt. And speaking of the music in your career from Finger Good in 1966 all the way up to The Healer in 2012. When you sit back and think about periods of recording in your life, what really, what period do you really think about as being monumental for you?
1: Uh, the last, idea uh, was called In the Beginning. Okay. That, that particular song, um, kind of takes me back. Yeah. You know, because when I wrote in the beginning, it was like in the beginning of, uh, I felt that. It was like the world, you know? Yeah. It's like it opened up to me. Because that was, that was the beginning of my world opening up. And then later on, I wrote a song called And the World Weeps. The World Weeps. Um, In other it words, it's crying. It's yeah. crying because of what's going on now. Yeah. yeah. Feel, I feel all of this. At that time, I feel all of those things. You know? Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So, your music exudes such soul and happiness, and I can just tell by talking to you now, you're, you're a very sage man. What has been the key to your happiness and, and staying positive and being such a force, not only in music, but in life?
1: I think what it is, I, I didn't see music. I didn't choose music, it chose me. And uh, I've found my passion in life. So I can't wait to the next day. It's like a beginning all over again. Right on. That I can do what I didn't do yesterday. Cool. And it, it it really keeps me going. When you go out there and you play young kids, I mean when I say young kids it's beautiful when they come up to you and say thank you I played at little schools where I mean really small kids they draw pictures and, and and thank you, thank you and they're giving me pictures because they're funny, kind with the beer and everything <laughs> and I enjoyed it so much that's what keeps me going because I can't wait to I do it again. So more, more. You remember that movie they had? Uh, maybe you can tell me the name of this movie. It was about the Jews, Jewish, uh-huh. and they were trying to save
0: Schindler's List? Yeah.
1: What was what is it called?
0: Schindler's List? A Liam... Liam Neeson,
1: right?
0: Yes, and it was... Yeah, that was the Spielberg film back in the 90s. It's that song... I mean, that
1: song... Is, see, I think about so long with that. <laughs> Even when I... When I go anyway, anything I hear is music. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, what happened? <laughs> That's cool. That's true. That is the truth. That is the truth. You know when he says... Oh, I, if I, sold, I could have saved one more person, Yeah, that would have been me. Yeah. That would have definitely been me. Yeah. I could have saved one more person. See, like, I think, do so I think constantly how to, I, I see it. I see it in my mind. You have to have a vision, first of all, whatever you do. I see, uh, not quite, you won't call it a retirement, but something like that where uh, the musicians have a place when they get older yeah, and, or they can't play anymore. They can, amateur things are gone, they can't play as well, but they can go here and they don't have to can't travel, but they can go here. They don't have to worry about paying rent and struggling. Yeah. All our friends that are doctors and lawyers, you have internships. have them to come and help out. And they can teach the music, they can teach there. All the people that come from Europe and all places to study, they come, they can come here to this school And help keep that going and help the musicians, the elderly musicians, and the musicians that have been out there, they can really teach them the real truth about the music, the music world and how it works, not just playing, but they can teach them a lot. Now, not only that, purpose also, that's one purpose. What about the purpose of them playing in this place, even though the amateur is not as well, it's not as good. Yeah, They get up and play, and the people say, oh, he don't play like he used to be. I spent all this money, and he doesn't play it. You see? They don't have to worry about that, because we know why he's there. We know he's sick. We want to hear him and see him anyway and give him inspiration. So these people can still teach, and not only that, that's only two. Now the third is, Imagine all of these people I just named, some of them, imagine being at one place and we can go out and talk about what we did yesterday. You know, they getting old up there and yet we've had fun, didn't we, we to do this. And you remember this? And they laughing and joking. Now, what a lovely way to go
0: if yeah.
1: you have to pass. Because, see, on the road, we catch up with each other maybe sometime two, three, four, five, ten years later. We say, I haven't seen you in a long time. We are here. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't, I just, wouldn't that be something? I mean, it would be, I can, well, you can feel me through the phone problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm so excited. You know, it's like, I can see it. I know it can happen. I know it. It is going to happen. You know, yeah, they have a place where they can go. Don't have to worry about that stuff out here because they can't afford it. They can't get. They can't buy a house. Why? Because they can't get a, a loan from the, a, the bank and stuff. They don't. You don't have a steady job. Sure. They, they can't. Have, they don't have insurance. They don't have this stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Would that be beautiful? Oh yeah.
0: Whew. Oh yeah.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Now, see, if I had that kind of money, it would be worth it. Yeah. I, I, that's why I said, to him, I would say, take it. Yeah. This, this would be worth it. Absolutely.
0: Oh. Absolutely. So, in that vein right there, I'm going to wrap things up, and this is what I want to ask you. In, say, 50 years from now, 100 years from now, we all, as, as a collective, open up the jazz annals of history. How do we? How do you want the world to remember Dr. Lonnie Smith?
1: I would like for them to remember that he did leave something beautiful, and that my music stayed with them forever. You know, and yeah. the kids. Uh, keep playing and, and uh, to think about I me mean, every time they play I and mean, you know This is what not this is. This is him. This is you know That's a beautiful thing you leave something leave something or you earth. Know, don't just go and take 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 do something. You know, do something Do something to make the world happy, you know people happy But people you know they got have it of You want to take, take, take. And that's how I want them to remember me. He gave us
0: something. Right on. That's beautiful. Love and joy. Dr. Smith, thank you for giving me your time, your energy, your lineage of your life. It's beautiful. Thank you for all the music. And and more importantly, your time today. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, it was a pleasure. It was a really pleasure. Thank you very much. You bet. I hope this week was okay.
0: Absolutely, sir. You have a good day and continued success.
1: All right. Thank you. Be good. Keep doing the great work. All right.
0: You too, sir. Thanks for listening and tuning in to yet another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the legends that have stormed and taken over the world of jazz over the years and given fans all of that jazz. And thanks to the legendary Dr. Lonnie Smith for his time, wisdom, and graciousness. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on the iTunes Store or visit theneonjazz.blogspot.com for all things Neon Jazz. Until next time, enjoy the music, my friends.
1: Neon Jazz